0: Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 363 here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast. This is Ted, your host, and joining me today here in the V-Twin Cafe is mile monster Chris Hopper. Now, Chris is here to tell us all about his epic ride that he did for charity. But before we get into that, the Motorcycle Men Podcast is brought to you by Scorpion Helmets. Now, they're offering high quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel. At an incredible value. So to learn more, get on over to scorpionusa.com. And Wild Ass Seats. Now you can improve your comfort and ability to stay in the saddle longer with a cushion from Wild Ass Seats. So if you're tired of those painful pressure points and fatigue, get on over to wild-ass.com and get your cushion today. Make sure you tell the real Craig Johnson over there that the Motorcycle Men Podcast sent you on over. Do it. And of course, as always, tobacco motorwear for the best in casual riding gear for men and women, there's only one place you should be going, and that is tobacco motorwear. Now visit them at tobacco and our listeners will get 10% off your order when you use the code MOTOMEN. Now everyone here at the podcast is wearing tobacco riding jeans and the California riding shirt, and I can't tell you how wonderful these products are. I wear them for every ride, and I will not ride without them. Now, your safety is worth it, so get on over to Tobacco Motorware and get in Dave's pants and make sure you tell them that the Motorcycle Men podcast sent you on over. Time now for that interview with Chris. All right, everybody, good evening and welcome to the podcast. This is episode 363, and joining me today all the way from the lovely city of Houston, Texas, Mr. Chris Hopper. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm good. How about you? Excellent. Thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, now, although you completed this event a couple of years ago, uh, I now that I have the opportunity to speak with you, we're gonna. You've had a couple years to think about it and mull it over in your head. But before we even get into that, why don't you tell us who you are, your motorcycle stuff, and what you do?
1: Um, yeah, Chris Hopper. I uh, live down here in Houston, just outside of Houston. Uh, pretty much been riding motorcycles my whole life. Grew up on dirt bikes. Uh, a lot more dirt bike riding, obviously, than street bikes, but uh, kind of got out of it as you know, since I had kids. Kids got grown in, I guess, 2014 and decided it was time to get another bike, get a street bike. So, at a 2014 Ultra Limited.
0: Nice. and.
1: You know, I, I still rode more than the average person. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I was at the time probably doing, I don't know, somewhere around 25,000, 30,000 miles a year. Damn, dude, that's all. a lot. Yeah, and then I uh, just kind of stepped it up from there. Hey,
0: step it up, you did. <laughs> um, now, I the question I have is, was, what was your thought to do the 100 in 100? Now, for those who don't know, it was 100 days hundred thousand miles now what brought you to that
1: it, it's nothing new uh it's it's a ride that had actually been talked about in the long distance riding uh community for a while um there's a lot of people who you know would come up every now and then when we we're at get togethers mm-hmm. uh, and i just thought you know what it would just be awesome to to be the first one to do something like that so damn you- kind of got in my head and i thought about it for a little while and kicked it around and the stars aligned and I was able to, to <laughs> jump in and do it.
0: How long did really seriously so like, how long did you think about it before you said, All right, I'm doing it?
1: Um like really hard making the decision, it, it was pretty quick. I like really? I said, I had been involved with a couple of conversations about it. And then one day I said, You know what, I'm gonna do it. Unfortunately, when I said I'm gonna do it, the hokahe got pushed back. Right. Uh, so that, that would have put me starting, you know, like in August and just weather wise, there was just no way that was going to work out. Uh, I was already pushing it in in July, so I had to basically sit on it for a year. Wow.
0: Well, what'd your family and friends say when you said you're going to do this?
1: Um, I really didn't tell a whole lot of friends. My wife, she wasn't too thrilled about it at all. (laughs) Uh, really didn't want me to do it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well it's, yeah. you did it for a good reason
1: right yeah yeah now, now
0: you you did this was actually a charity ride you did
1: correct yeah, yeah. uh the charity was uh, mile monsters inc
0: okay and what did you raise the money for
1: so mile monsters inc uh raises money for kids with duchenne muscular dystrophy right uh, it's a form of muscular dystrophy that only affects the little, primarily little boys. I mean, I, I think every now and then a, a little girl will get it, but I think it's, you know, 99.9 all boys. Uh, 100% fatal. Uh, wow. It attacks the muscles. So, you know, typically around that 10 to 12-year-old 10 to mark is when they start losing their legs, going to a wheelchair, and just kind of progresses from there. Oh, that's sad.
0: That's sad, man. But – now, was there an inspiration behind doing this ride? And I, I imagine there was a lot of deep thought involved.
1: Um, I tried not to really think about it too much, otherwise, really? I'd probably probably talk myself out of it. So it was more <laughs> just, you know, hey, there's a there's a challenge. Let me, you know, let me see if I can tackle it.
0: What now? What well, what type of mental preparation did you have to do for this? it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, as part, as part of convincing yourself to do it.
1: You know, convincing myself was the easy part. I mean, it's just, hey, it's there. It's a challenge. Let me let me take it on. Yeah. You know, I've got the tool. I've got the tools to make it work. It's just sure. can I pull it off? Um, as far as mental prep or anything, it's just I don't really know how you prep for that cuz it's never been done. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> just kind of one of those things you got to jump in and figure it out.
0: Wow. I now you, you didn't. Did you say anything about the money that you raised for this? Or you, what, 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 put it this way, was there a um, was there a goal in mind when you were raising money for this charity?
1: Yeah, so I wanted to kind of keep the whole theme like a hundred. So hundred thousand miles, hundred days to raise a hundred thousand dollars.
0: And did you achieve that?
1: We did. Oh, excellent! Excellent.
0: Yeah. Now, so now going into this whole thing, you, 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 what what bike at the time you had a twenty fourteen Ultra Limited, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, were you planning on doing it on that bike?
1: No, no, no. i would had a couple of bikes since then. I mean, I, I traded my 14 in for a 2019 uh, Ultra Limited CVO. Uh, I totaled that. Then I got a 20 uh, Road Glide Limited. Uh, and I still have that. And then for this ride, I knew I was going to need a brand new bike. So, yeah, I went and got a, a new 21 Road Glide specifically wow. for this ride.
0: So you totaled your CVO?
1: Yes. Wow. Yeah, I hit a pig in Big Bend.
0: You hit a pig?
1: Yeah. <laughs> was this one of those wild
0: boars we hear about? Yeah. No
1: kidding. Yeah, running across the road. I seen it. I mean I seen it plenty of time, hundred yards in front of me. He was just trotting across and then all of a sudden the last minute he just turned and charged right at me. I just couldn't get slowed down oh, enough. He
0: charged you. Yeah. Really? They're that they're that brazen, are they? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. They're they're idiots. <laughs> Holy yeah, crap. They're, they're all over. Like I said, I I saw him, no problem. I was slowing down. Yeah, I, you know, I got slowed down to probably you know 30, 40 miles an hour while he was running across. I glanced over, like behind him, you know, on the side of the road to make sure there were none following him. And then when I looked back, he had turned and was just kind of running straight towards me. And I locked really more, but I just couldn't get slowed down. So I don't know how fast I was going when I hit him. I was, you know, 20, 30 something like that. I don't know, but yeah, just, just totaled the bike. Wow, you didn't get hurt, did you? No, thankfully no. Well, I mean, I, I broke the little bone in my leg, uh, oh. but other than that, which is, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Right. Uh, you know, it was like two days later, I went to the, uh, the clinic and they put me on, you know, some crutches and stuff and sent me to specialists. specialist. Specialist said, get rid of the crutches, just, you know, basically walk it off and it'll heal."
0: <laughs> walk it off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: so you could probably go down in history as the only person who's had a head on collision with a pig.
1: Oh no no! There's there's plenty of others down here. <laughs> oh you really? Know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I swear I've never heard of that happening. Oh
1: yeah yeah no it, yeah.
0: Wow how they're, big how big was it?
1: Yeah, it was probably about a little thirty or forty pounder. That's but it's all? like hitting, yeah it's like hitting a boulder. I mean you can hit a deer and kind of be okay, but you hit one of them. I mean they're like they're solid. They like I said yeah. they're like a boulder.
0: No kidding.
1: Yeah. Holy
0: crap! Wow and did when did did this happen like? In the middle of the night or during the day, or you, you—you saw it. So it was during the day, obviously. Apparently,
1: no. It was yeah. I was in the middle of the night. It was probably like one in the morning. No
0: kidding! Oh my
1: god. Yeah, I was. I was on a big ride. I was probably 18, 19 hours in at that point. <laughs> well, I'm sure I was a little tired, so I'm sure my reaction time was a little bit slower than it should have been, which probably contributed to it.
0: <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> so now, so you, so you bought this new bike. Oh, I'm glad you're
1: okay though. So yeah, you bought
0: thanks. this new bike. Was it, did you buy the new one because you didn't think you think your the bike you currently had wasn't up to the challenge?
1: Oh, no, it definitely wasn't. I mean, it it, it had uh close to 100,000 miles on it.
0: Oh, really? Oh,
1: wow, oh, yeah, yeah. So I definitely wasn't going to set out on that bike. So
0: you wanted to start fresh and then you, yeah. you, you ended and you got what bike did you get again?
1: Uh, 21 Road Glide Limited. Nice,
0: okay. Uh, what color did you go with? Gray, you went through a gray, okay. Yeah, good job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as it goes for, yeah, your your route. Did you have a specific route in mind, or did you just wing it?
1: Not, not at all. I I, I winged it pretty much all thing. I had the really? first three days mapped out because I had some specific things I wanted to take care of the first three days. Right. But I blew it on day two. So
0: you <laughs> you blew it on day two. Why is that?
1: Yeah. just it it just didn't work out. Oh Lance. no, okay. I'm not, a, I'm not a big planner. Uh, okay. you know, a lot of people know me, and it's, it's just not really my thing. So I just like to kind of plan it as soon as I get up and get on the bike and kind of figure it out as I'm going.
0: Right. Now, you had uh, a, a – because I, I read the article that uh, was written about your you and your trip that was it was produced in the um, Enthusiast Hog magazine. Right. And uh, apparently you, you had specific points of interest you wanted to hit
1: yeah i mean i've got a like a i guess probably like everyone has a a hit list map if you will right uh you know with a bunch of you know anytime i see something i want to go check out i'll add it to my map so uh you know as i'm going i'll pull that up see if i'm close to any of them then there's a couple other you know apps or websites you know you come across something pretty cool just kind of detour off you know if i'm close to something and, and peel off and go check it out get some you know pictures or hang out for a little bit or whatever so yeah it wasn't just blasting up and down the highway i I saw a lot of cool stuff
0: oh wow did did you did you gps this this entire trip or did you have a gps handy well of course the the bike had one built in on it right
1: yeah yeah absolutely now i ran two different trackers um yeah it was it was it was all documented
0: wow okay now what were some of your favorite spots that you stopped at as far as it goes for your hit points that you wanted to get
1: um I mean my some of my favorites were the um, the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. Uh, it's a full oh, yeah, size yeah, yeah, of yeah. the Ark. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh Grotto of the Redemption in Iowa. That was that was really fascinating. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's re- really cool. Um okay. man, there 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 was just a, a lot of really good stuff. Uh, I spent half a day over at Mackinac Island. That was pretty cool.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Parked the bike. It was time, you know, a day that I just needed to get off the bike. So, took the ferry over. And, like I said, I spent about, I don't know, four or five hours over there. Wow. Uh, that but, was a really but, good time.
0: You were still able to hit a thousand miles a day, though, right? At least. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you did those stops.
1: Yeah. On, on average, it wasn't a thousand every single day. There were there were some more and some less. And like, I think my lowest day uh, was like 600 miles.
0: Wow, and you know, and yeah. f- you know, for the average rider, you know, like six hundred miles is still a banging. That's a big ride.
1: Yeah, still. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But I had a few eight hundreds, a few twelve hundreds, uh, you know, but most of the time I was I was hitting the thousand. But there were just times where you know my body was just done, uh, yeah. and once I figured out, hey, it, I'm better. off just shut it down and getting a really good night's sleep. Yeah, uh, and, and I'll make it up over the you know next few days.
0: So you would be putting in at least 16, 18 eighteen-hour days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn. And you yeah. and you didn't. And you, so you. But in the article, it said that you really don't need that much sleep. That's what you said.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not a not a big sleeper. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> well, b- about that four hour mark is what I get usually. Oh, really? Normal, just on any given day, four or five hours. Wow. Uh, so you know, I can I can operate on two or three hours, no problem.
0: Now, as far as it goes for your lodging. Where did you sleep?
1: Uh, a lot of hotels. Uh, camped out uh, quite a bit. Um, I came home a couple of times. Really? Uh, You're, with, really? With friends a couple of times, yeah.
0: Wow. So you had that luxury where you were passing by home enough to do it.
1: Well, I had, I had to come back to my home dealer every 10 days for service.
0: Oh, no kidding. Wow. Yeah so
1: and I would use that as a rest bonus so our, our the owner of our dealership is absentee so when our bike was getting serviced I'd go up to his office and you know crash out on the couch oh. for a couple hours <laughs> there you go yeah
0: how many times when you're when you're looking for hotels did you come across no vacancy signs and you had or or did you call ahead for reservations how did you do that
1: um, it really wasn't an issue uh when i started getting oh, yeah. tired and i knew it was it, when you know when it was time to get something I would just while i'm riding I just pull up on my want and see what's around and uh sometimes make a quick reservation and sometimes if it you know i i could tell they had vacancies so i just yeah. pop in and you know sometimes showing up is cheaper than what you make it make a reservation online so i kind of kind of <laughs> played that game
0: yeah damn um now as far as it goes for your for the bike how how did the bike perform on the trip
1: Flawlessly couldn't, really? couldn't ask for anything better. So, Damn. yeah, that, that, that's why I uh, wanted to come home to my home dealer. Yeah. Uh, I was only getting service every 10,000 miles. So, you wow. know, I got my got my 1K service, my 5K service, and then it was only 10,000 miles. So basically every 10 days I was coming back in. And oh, really? I, I just <laughs> wanted my dealer to work on it and one mechanic. I just wanted one, one set of hands on it. That way there's no... Oh, hey, this last guy messed something up or didn't tighten something down or right. whatever with just one person uh, that I trusted. Uh, yeah. He's been working on my stuff for quite a while. So he kind of knew some things to, to look out for Right. that for the average rider. Hey, this is probably going to go bad in a few months. But, you know, for your type of ride we need to go ahead and change it right now. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it, it worked out good. Bike, bike was amazing.
0: So no mechanical issues at all along the way. No,
1: no issues what about the uh, you know, stuff out, change plugs oh you know, yeah change change the the head bearings and stuff just normal normal maintenance stuff okay no what, no mechanical what issues. about what about tires tires i went through i think it was eight or nine sets of tires seriously yeah no i had two two flats i got a nail uh twice on it so you know not really counting those but
0: how did the bike react when you got that i am I'm, I'm always curious about it because this has never happened to me but how does how does the bike react when when you get that flat with the nail in the tire? How does how does the bike handle?
1: Uh rear tires is usually unless it's just a massive blowout it it it's not bad. Yeah. You just get a nail in there. I mean, I saw my uh tire pressure light come on and look down and I could see the steadily drive the PSI steadily dropping. Wow. So plenty of time to just slow down and pull over and it wasn't, you know.
0: And it wasn't like particular- it started
1: wobbling or anything like that. Oh, okay. It was fairly easy so pull over uh get it plugged and keep oh, so going. you
0: so you had a plug set with you oh yeah and, and, and yeah, then you could, of course obviously pump pump it up did you ever have it yeah. come well on both of your flats that you got did you have to call for support
1: no no oh really okay Those, both of them worked out pretty easy the first one like i said it i had it i was up and going in 15 minutes and the second one uh took a little bit longer but it's still maybe like 25 Damn. 30 minutes wow
0: uh so of all of the places that you went along this ride did you do you have a favorite or a least favorite
1: uh you know my favorite state to ride in is idaho really yeah yeah, hands down it's uh i think it's kind of a sleeper state for motorcycle riders a lot of people wouldn't think that but i love it it's it's my all-time favorite
0: there's a lot of twisties uh, uh, altitude and stuff like that
1: great roads the roads are good just beautiful scenery um wow. just it, it's just it's i don't know i just really enjoy riding in that area
0: yeah was there any least favorite things
1: um i tried to stay out of the least favorite areas but <laughs> uh, um, uh, i i would have to say probably illinois is my worst really favorite state to ride in just because their roads are just so beat up
0: yeah i can kind of agree with that um my trip back from sturgis here i had, I had to go through uh I had to go through Illinois. I can yeah. I can agree with you on there. The roads really aren't that great. Yeah. Um, I read in this article that you actually took to some dirt roads for a while.
1: Yeah, I think I did a little over 200 miles of dirt roads.
0: Now, is that cumulative or a one shot?
1: Yeah, yeah, to- total. Really? Um, I, if, if, I know it was for sure over 200. I, I didn't keep track of how much. but
0: Wait, what, what was the reason for that? Just because?
1: um one accident you know i just all of a sudden it turned into a dirt road um two there were some things that i wanted to see that were down dirt roads yeah. uh it's called uh one of the ones was uh cleater yacht club in uh in arizona it's in mm-hmm. the middle of the desert it's a yacht club in the middle of the desert no
0: <laughs> way seriously um
1: but it uh, it's just a little bar in a little mining town there's literally nothing out there but it's like twenty five miles of dirt road just one way just to get there. And then wow. you obviously gotta turn around and come back.
0: Isn't that kind of sketchy on a road bike though?
1: It is, and, and that particular one I did stop a couple of times, like, man, I'm kinda pushing my luck. I should probably turn around. Yeah. But then, you know, turning around on a dirt road is not No, it's not not the smartest <laughs> thing. So I kinda at that point I was forced to to keep going. I did ask them though, I was like, have any road bikes ever come out here? And they said no. <laughs> They said, not at all. Every now and then they'll see an adventure bike. Yeah. But usually it, uh, I got a cool picture of it. It's actually funny out front. There was like six or seven side-by-sides lined up and then my bike on the end. <laughs> so yeah, everyone that goes out there is in the little side-by-sides because they're out there camping. There's a few yeah. little campgrounds on the way out there. Damn.
0: Because I know yeah. that, uh, if you, uh, up in which I never, I didn't know this because I was up in Sturgis, um, Many of the roads, if you wanted to ride through the Black Hills uh, National Full Park and all that, a lot many of those roads are dirt roads. Yeah. And I know a lot of guys were doing that. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, here you're riding this big ride, you know, and it's like you're, like, you're doing dirt roads. And, wow. Okay. <laughs> How, yeah. What'd you do to keep yourself awake on this bike, though?
1: Man, it just, you know, kind of... There wasn't really anything specific. Um, I'm not a big energy drink guy, yeah, uh, or or coffee or anything like that. So, um, you know, cokes I'll drink. You know, I'll drink a soft drink or something like that. A little bit of caffeine, yeah. Um, but it's really just, man, to me, honestly, it's the just the thrill of being out there.
0: Of course. You
1: know,
0: you, I, I, well, I mean, uh, well, were you riding any any t- at any time during the wee hours of the morning?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. In the in the very beginning. Uh, I mean, I was just going, you know, going nonstop until I just, you know, couldn't go anymore and had to sleep. And then I'd pull over and sleep for a few hours and get up and just keep going. So my sleep schedule was rotated, you know, middle of the day, middle of the night, kind kind of all over.
0: When you say you would just pull over and go to sleep, would you like set up your tent in the whole nine yards like right there on the side of the road?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd find a, you know a little park or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I only used the tent a couple of times. It, it was just easier. Just you know, if you pull over and find just a bench or something, you yeah. know, picnic table or something like that, just just crash on that for a couple okay. of hours. It was fine. Yeah.
0: Did did the police or anybody ever approach you and ask you what you were doing?
1: Never had any issues with the police. I mean, I, I got woken up a couple of times just by random people who just thought it'd be nice to talk to you for some reason. <laughs> lunch
0: but yeah can't you see i'm trying to sleep what are you bothering yeah. me for right? yeah uh did you have any helmet communications on the ride that you could like talk to friends and family along the way
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah I, I always have that so you know radio i could do you know i could work a little bit i could do emails text right. whatever take phone calls yeah
0: did you do that a lot just to keep you keep you sharp
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i i did you know quite a few times so wow
0: so uh, now let's talk about now my monsters. How, did they play a big part in helping you with this?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know when I when I came up with the idea, Jeff Riot uh, or Jeff Wyatt uh, goes by Riot. Yeah. He, he's the one who started it. As uh, soon as uh, you know, as soon as I made up my mind to do this, I gave him a call to hey, you know, here's what I'm thinking, and we got together, and he was just getting the charity started, so this was the the first big ride for it.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
1: What kind of got it kicked off?
0: No kidding. Did did there was it was there a big send off for you when you were heading out, or a big welcome committee for you?
1: No, like I said, I didn't I didn't want to tell anyone. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I I really I wanted to get fifteen to twenty thousand miles into it before I said anything.
0: Uh, and did you? Uh, in case
1: you know, in case ten twelve miles into, it, I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to do it, and then I'm not going to look like a jackass. This you know? is true. I could just okay. quit. and No one would know about it. <laughs> um, there was none of that though. Yeah, riot. He wanted to announce it beforehand. Uh, we compromised on like eight thousand miles. So, wow. I think it was like seven or eight thousand miles in is when we kind of did a, a live video and announced it. Wow.
0: Okay. Did you did you did you uh, video any of this stuff? Like with a GoPro or anything like that?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I had some videos, uh, yeah. and then I'd stop every now and then and do just kind of like an update video. Um, yeah. Did you post there, any yeah, of this was, to YouTube? Uh, not to YouTube, just,
0: just kind of on my Facebook page and the monster page. You're right. Okay. Now, super big question for you. And I, this has been asked a a gazillion times on my podcast where where we'd be talking about doing these long adventure rides and, and things like that. Things that take days and days to do. People often ask, how does someone take the time off of work and, and fund a ride like this? How did you do it?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm self employed, a real estate investor. So I flip homes and rental properties and stuff. Okay. So, as long as I have my phone with me uh, or my laptop, I can pretty much work anywhere. Um, So the time off really wasn't an issue.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So, and now do you know how much this trip cost you from beginning to end total?
1: You know, I I, I was planning on keeping up with all that and, and I didn't. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you don't want to you know, 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 right? Yeah, I mean, just, just some quick math you can back into it and you know, 10,000 miles you get, you know, just call it what 180 miles to a tank or whatever. But I, I have a auxiliary fuel tank, whatever. But I think it was somewhere around 10,000 in gas, and I don't know, another eight to 10 in hotels. And, wow. You know, I, I think it was somewhere around 25, 30 grand.
0: No kidding, really? Yeah. Wow,
1: yeah. But- it may, maybe, a little, maybe a little bit less, but yes, yeah, somewhere. I mean, you can just kind of back into it and see. I mean, the good thing is I have a maintenance plan on the bike, so I didn't have to pay for any maintenance. or oil Okay. Change.
0: That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know how many miles per gallon you're getting on a bike?
1: I don't. So I've got a five gallon auxiliary fuel tank. And, and uh, Tell
0: me about that. Where, where did that come from?
1: Uh, a lot, a lot of people in, in the long distance world have them uh, for running rallies and stuff like that for like the iron butt rally and various rallies. Uh, so, um, with that, I can get you know pretty close to 400 miles, 4 to 425, depending on you know how hard I'm getting no on kidding. it.
0: And that's and that sits on your, I guess uh, that sits on the rear rack, I imagine.
1: Uh, on the rear seat, yeah. On the
0: rear seat, no kidding.
1: Yeah, oh, it, it's detachable, so I mean, I can take it off. Like if I need to take a passenger or I can take it off in five minutes. It's just two little screws on each side, and it's got a, the hose has a quick disconnect, so right. super easy to remove. No kidding. Um, but yeah, makes 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 a huge difference on on time you know like i said i can go you know four hours before i have to stop for for fuel or anything so
0: damn but i but of course you know you can, you have to stop to use the facilities every now and then
1: <laughs> about every other gas stop yeah about
0: Every other gas stop. wow what about what'd you do about food
1: um that, that's funny so you know on a typical long distance ride you know one two three four days something like that you can kind of you can kind of make it work just on jerky or you know a gas station sandwich or just something quick you know Uh, power bars, just something like that on the you know on the ride but on this ride i realized pretty quick i was gonna have to fuel my body a little different so i i I want to try to make it a point to at least sit down and eat one good meal a day
0: right but did that sometimes lunch
1: sometimes dinner but one it got me off the bike you know for, for an hour or so uh got some really good food in me and and you know, that, that wind up being a, a pretty big deal. Yeah. So, so it was, So made a big difference.
0: was there a lot of fast food?
1: No, no, none.
0: Oh, really? No. Oh, really? Yeah. So what'd no. you do?
1: Like I said, I, I would eat the one good meal a day. And then the rest of the time it was.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: it wasn't really fast food, but just something from a gas station, you know, a sandwich, right. Or right. Corn dog, just something like that.
0: Okay. So that was the extent of your good meals. Really?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, crap.
0: Um. So I guess those showers at the end of the day always felt good, huh?
1: When I got them, yeah. <laughs> when you yeah. got them, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so when you say when you got them, does that mean you didn't shower often?
1: Well, I wasn't sleeping at hotels every night, so yeah. there were times where I was just you know crashing on a park bench or picnic table or something like that. So that was just you know get up and go. So wow. But oh, I, did, I did I did spend a lot of time. The majority of time was at hotels. So yeah, I was able to get showers.
0: Yeah. Well, as I understand it, according to that article that I read, you are no stranger to the long-distance riding. And, and apparently, there's this laundry list of rides that you've done. Uh, tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so I started in eighteen for the 2018 Hoka Hay, Wow. Which is a it's a 10,000-mile ride, no GPS, you get turn-by-turn turn directions, yep. all back roads, yeah. no lodging. You, know, you have to sleep with your bike or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of got me uh accustomed and comfortable to you know just kind of pulling over somewhere and sleep And so you know that that was an issue but um i had done the the iron butt rally um that year so
0: and that's uh that's 11 days 11,000 miles i believe correct and Now, did you yeah, do all 11,000 miles
1: oh yeah yeah i think i did wow. uh 12,000 no kidding uh yeah what i was a sil- sil- silver silver finisher no kidding! So, wow, yeah,
0: that's impressive, man.
1: I yeah, mean, I've, d- I've done two Hoka Hays. That I've done a few other rallies. I've done a lot of long distance rides. So I've got over a hundred sort of iron or uh, iron butt rides, certified rides. So
0: no kidding!
1: Yeah.
0: Wow, that's impressive. I mean, so you're so you're 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 obviously no stranger to long distance riding. Obviously, right? Um, how does that how does that affect your your home life? Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: but but it doesn't it doesn't interfere it, 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 with it, it, your it's, work. here. it's good. My, yeah. my wife is supportive, so that's good. Uh, know, yeah, when I course. take off on a ride, um, you know, if, if I need to go do a you know a thousand mile ride, I'm gonna be gone, you know, yeah. 15 16 hours.
0: Does she ever go with so. you?
1: Uh, not on those, she she does ride, she rides her own. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but, but she's she's good for about 600 miles, that's pretty much her limit.
0: Uh you going? going to push her to that thousand mile limit?
1: Yeah, yeah. She she actually got one this year on the oh, way. Oh, did to Sturgis. she really? Oh, yeah, really? So, oh, she so got you, her first one.
0: Oh, so you went to Sturgis this year? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I Wish I would have known. I would have tried to find you there while I was up yeah, there. Yeah,
1: yeah. We were we were there. So yeah. So she did get her first certified ride on the way there. But oh no kidding! Uh, it's not something that she's want wanting to do. So I mean, she <laughs> lo- she loves riding, but like I said, not not like that.
0: I did get a chance to meet Riot. Up, uh, okay. okay, I did meet him. Uh, I was hanging out with uh, Craig Johnson. You know Craig, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was hanging yeah, out with Craig Johnson, and uh, we're up there, and I, that's when I met Riot, and we talked, we were talking about, it and they were they had mentioned you. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, what's next for you?
1: You know, I don't really have anything uh, on, on the radar. Just you know, just some nor- normal rods. Everyone asks that, and just think that there's always got to be something bigger coming. I'm like, man, there's there's you, you don't can't have get much bigger be- than that. Just top it, you know. Just uh, just doing some normal rides, doing a lot of rides for for Mile Monsters and events like that. So that's kind of kind of where I'm focused at.
0: Good. Are you going to do the uh, okay next year?
1: Uh, on the fence, but you know, I, I'm hoping to, but we'll see. I don't know.
0: What kind I'll of? Uh, what about any uh, Mile Monsters events? You got anything going on with them?
1: Uh yeah yeah well, there there's uh something going on all, all the time there. Uh, but next year we have the the monster 100 which is basically you know getting anyone who wants to sign up can go to the website and sign up and do thousand miles a day. We're ending in Lebanon, Kansas right. uh, and we're actually giving away a, a, a new motorcycle.
0: No kidding so uh, explain how that works now. you're doing a thousand miles a day for how long?
1: Uh, j- just in, in less than 24 hours
0: okay so it's like uh, uh, right? yeah so as okay. soon, soon
1: as you sign soon as you, you can sign up uh, you can sign up for free. Uh, The thing is you have to either, you know, pay or fundraise $300. Okay. That gets you a ticket into the drawing. Okay. And when you ride your 1,000 miles, uh, you'll get another ticket. Um, And if you show up in Lebanon, Kansas, you'll get another ticket. Okay. If you just do the ride and raise a $1,000, bucks, you will get, you know, you'll get three chances in the drawing. Oh, okay. And then you get another ticket for every 1,000 that you fundraise. Wow.
0: Okay. So there's an opportunity for everybody to get a new bike. And yeah. uh, now, this does this money go to a charity?
1: Yeah, to, to Mile Monsters. Oh, excellent. and Mile Monsters, we, we just deal uh, strictly with the kids directly. So there's no, there's no, you know, it's between. not going towards like research or anything like that. Right. So people actually see where the money is going. So, oh, that's awesome. uh, You know, when the kids need, you know, they obviously it's all gonna, at some point going to need a, a wheelchair accessible van.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, new wheelchairs. You know, lifts for the house. Uh, just, just all kinds of things, you know, they, they, all kinds of needs that they have, yeah. Uh, just to kind of uh, help them live their best life. So, in the middle of this ride is when we got the first one. There was a kid, uh, Turbo, out in California. Uh, came across him, and they were actually doing a fundraiser to get a wheelchair van, and they were short. Uh, so Riot found them, and uh, you know, they were like eight or nine thousand dollars short. So uh, we stepped up and covered all that, and actually rode out there, and that's when we first met him, and. Uh, he's been on on board ever since and you know it's just it's amazing to see these kids we just got another van for drew who lives out in pennsylvania Uh, and seeing these kids when they first come around to where they are now it's just you know it's just phenomenal to 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 see them change and grow and kind of come out of their shell and see everyone supporting them and so it's great for them it's also great for their parents yeah Uh, it's just great all around
0: that's a wonderful thing i mean i'd like to i'm gonna get some more information from you later and uh, I'll put all this uh, on the website and as
1: part of the show notes of the show. Uh, that's yeah. wonderful.
0: Uh, how can people learn more about you and what you're up to next?
1: Uh, f- Facebook, I have Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, you know, it's just my name on Facebook, and then Instagram is hops underscore adventures. Okay um yeah follow along there and then uh join the mile monsters page on facebook we put a a lot in there you know anytime we're out on on a big ride or anything like that most of the stuff goes in there
0: all right excellent uh any last words to those who may want to take on a challenge like this
1: um yeah you just gotta you gotta jump in and do it you know head's gotta be right that's for sure (laughs) Uh, i've had a lot of people you know that i've talked to just said oh yeah i'd like to try that i'm like you've already failed yeah, you know, like it's, you've it's say not, you, not be you take lightly, and just you know, give it a shot. You're, you're, you got to be all in. That's awesome, man! Wow, yeah.
0: that, that that that's that's quite impressive, and I commend you on your success on completing that. That's wonderful, and and, and everything everything that you're involved with. That's that's yeah. really wonderful. Yeah. Um, thank you. Well, Chris, I want to thank you very much for being on the podcast. Don't go anywhere. I want to talk to you when we're done. And uh, I, hey, Godspeed, man. R- ride well.
1: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you having me. All right. All right.
0: Motorcycle Like Men Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. If you'd like to help those that are dealing with the hardships of cancer and see your money go to something that actually makes a difference, get on over to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. And the Gold Star Ride Foundation, where we're helping families of fallen soldiers. So if you'd like to be a part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in. Get on over to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. And Chasing the Cure, hey, we're helping long-haul Paul Peeland complete his mission to ride a million miles for MS. Now, he was told years ago that a cure for MS was a million miles away, so he decided to ride that million miles to that cure. Now, you can help him by getting on over to longhaulpaul.com and donate for his quest for that cure for MS. Do it now. Hey, thanks for joining me and Chris here in the V-Twin Cafe where he told us about his 100 in 100 ride that he did and some of the other rides that he's done and stuff like that. Now, you can learn more by getting on over to his Facebook and Instagram pages. Now I have links will be in the show notes and, of course, on the Motorcycle men website at motomenpc.com or motorcyclemen.us. Both of them will work. Okay. Hey, don't forget to get on over to Ride With Ted YouTube channel and watch some of those many videos I have there. And also, I got my Sturgis videos. They're up, and there's still more to come. So please, if you get on over there, subscribe to the channel, watch some good videos. You'll like it. It'll be tremendous help to the channel. And, of course, it does help the podcast. So thank you very much. Hey, for the rest of us here at the Motorcycle Men team, thanks for listening. And remember, boys and girls, we say stupid crap, so you don't have to. Ride safely, kids.